Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey. And I'm Christelle. And it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week. And this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week, as part of the National Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week. That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll tiles. Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism Challenge. We are doing seven podcasts of seven minutes, seven days a week for this week only, not for the rest of our lives. But still, it's an achievement. That's 49 guests, 49 yeah. guests. And who, 49. who are we joined with? Who are we joined <laughs> by today? Yes, we are. We have Annalise and Hero Boy. Well, Hero Boy is probably in bed. Yeah, (laughs) running around. He did ask if you wanted him to join. I thought, oh, bless him. Oh, yeah. Because last time you come on, Annalise, we actually didn't speak much to you. We were speaking to Logan. Amy. Yes, you were. You were speaking to Logan because he was a little while now. I think. Yes. Yeah. Christmas, and we were. Um, took over, weren't we, Christelle? We had some. Oh yeah. Took over Al, Al, Alfie. Yeah, we all had the day off that day. So, how have things been, Annalise, with going back to school and things like that with Logan? On and off, really. So, just a bit of a recap. Logan still only attends school part time, even though he's nearly nine. He has never gone to school full time. Right. Just sort of another example of where the system sort of fails children with sin and it's been a backwards and forwards battle because he is in a unit for autistic children but it's attached to a mainstream school and he's been there for over a year so they feel as if they've given him as much resources as they possibly can because they're quite restricted because obviously it's still a mainstream school and they've recommended that he goes to a sort of self-contained specialist school that has all the therapies on site but of course the local authority just keep battling it back and forward and so anyway the whole process has been quite stressful Logan's finding it quite difficult still to be in school he's always found it difficult but I think obviously with everything that's going on in the world and people coming and going and routines changing and they're in they're out it's just he finds it really difficult to be honest so he's had good days and bad days he's finally been seen by cams so that's been good he has been on the wait list for crisis she says the word crisis quite loosely uh, mental health support for about three years wow so that's been good but it's just another wait list for more therapies you know this is obviously for autism awareness what would you like people to know especially people that are in a position to make these kind of changes for children at Logan what can they do to make the process a lot more I don't know bearable smoother parents and for children every child has a legal right to an education essentially that's that's what they're meant to have but I think they do anything they possibly can to not provide that education if it requires more financial input. And I think the whole process is just jumping through hoops and ticking the boxes. Logan's school has provided so much evidence to show that his mental health has been really, really affected by being in unsuitable educational settings. He's got horrendous anxiety, very low self-esteem, 
And they've literally evidenced that that is all because of being in a school that's not suited for him. But the people that sit around these tables and make the decision just see it as pound signs. And I think that they need to realise that by prolonging the process, they're actually probably causing more financial input into that child or adult or whoever it is in the long run. Because Logan's now got to have probably quite intense therapy, probably for a significant amount of time, which actually is going to cost the system money. When if they adjust, you know, they're, they're making decisions about a child that they don't have any involvement with. They're looking at mm. a piece of paper thinking, oh God, that's going to cost money. No, let's just prolong it as long as possible, which actually causes more long-term damage to not just the child, but also the people that are trying to support them. You know, yeah. I'm on my own with Logan, trying to work, look after him, make sure he gets the right support, filling in all these forms. So therefore the cost implications of that are going to be probably quite a lot more than if they had just had yeah. an early intervention. Like they all go on about early intervention and how vital that is. But mm. yeah, no one seems to really do yeah. anything. So early intervention intervention is key and in the long run will really save them a lot more money yeah and it's just heartbreaking because you just think what chance has Logan got to catch up on his education to actually Mm. even ever want to go to school when he's nearly nine and he's just been put to one side and just sort of disregarded really it's so sad Annalise I I really hope you get some help because I know this has been an ongoing battle and Logan's so lovely and he's so confident to speak about his own autism, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he's really confident. You've done your videos. And how important is that for you guys that Logan is able to express how he feels, especially, you know, this is for autism awareness. It's autism yeah. awareness week. And how important is that to you guys? I think every like parent and child is different. But for us, that was really important because Logan was in a mainstream school really struggling and he started to ask why he couldn't do things he started to notice that he was different and I wanted that to be a positive difference rather than a oh you can't do this and they can and you know whatever so for us that's been really important because Logan now sees that as his unique gift that's really rare that not many people have rather than I'm the one that can't do this. I'm different. It's rather than being a negative. So yeah, and I think especially now that he's started to sort of speak to other children that have got struggles like what he's got, it's been actually really positive for him to feel like he belongs somewhere, but it's a unique, rare thing that he's special enough to have. And we just love your videos and it's been so nice speaking to you. You need to come on and share with us some more of your journey and how you're getting on. Thank you very much for and, having me. And where can we find you, Annalise? Where can we find you guys and follow your journey? Um, so we are on Instagram as Annalise and Hero Boy. Thanks, and we'll put that link up in it. Thanks for so much for coming on and seeing us, Annalise. Thank you. Thank you. See, All we need best. to speak to you next time as well. Last time. <laughs> So this time, yes, we're not just seven minutes. We're doing a full episode. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Annalise. Bye.